Please, shall we keep standing? Shall we keep standing? I want us to take this song. Um, the late Reverend George Annan, who was buried yesterday, um, taught us this song when we were in school. Uh, he taught us um, power ministry. Power ministry. And uh, he used to sing about the Holy Spirit a lot. So he taught us this song. I want us to sing it together. Um, I believe Sister Portia will catch it, so she will help me. <laughs> Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Come and have your way. We need you now. We need you now. We need you now. Come and have your say. Come and have your way. Come and have your say. Hallelujah. So when you are perplexed, you are confused and don't know what to do. Ask the Holy Spirit, come and have your way, come and have your say. In this matter, come and have your say. In this situation, come and have your way. So it's a very simple song. I want us to sing it together. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Come and have your way. We need you now. We need you now. We need you now. Come and have your say. Shall we please close our eyes and sing it prayerfully? Let's take it prayerfully. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come, come and have your way, we need you right now, we need you right now, we need you right now. Come and have your say, Holy Spirit, come, Holy Spirit, come, Holy Spirit, come, come and have your We need you right now. Come and hear to Please begin stay. to speak in the language of the Spirit for a minute in the name of Holy Jesus. Let's speak in tongues. Let's speak in tongues in the name of Jesus. Take the gift. 
Holy Spirit, have your way this morning. Come and have your say. Come and have your say. We are gathered for more before your throne. Have your say. Give us your word. In the name of Jesus, have your say this morning. Have your say. Speak to our hearts, Lord. Speak to our hearts, Lord. Speak to our hearts, Lord. Speak into marriages. Speak into situations. Speak into our challenges. Holy Spirit, have your say. Have your say. Have your way. Have your way. We need you right now. We need you right now. We need you right now. Kapalua pai, empalua padua, entataya, empaya bayai, arapapai, arapapai, ansadadadadadai, empalabalakai, arapapai, arapapai, apalabalakai, arapapashadadadadai, entayadabasudedekai. Father, we thank you. We bless you for today. Holy Spirit, have your way and have your say. Speak to our hearts, Lord. Speak to our hearts. In Jesus' name. Amen. Shall we please be seated? Thank you, Sister Boshia. I, I love your rendition. Your rendition is better. Thank you. Hallelujah. Also, thank you for the opportunity. 
I always say to myself that if the Nungwa District of Assemblies of God should be given to Osofo and the team handling GYC, you can do it better. In fact, you people are working. You are really, really, really working. And I know your capabilities go beyond GYC. It goes beyond GYC. Thank you so much for your hard work, your sacrifices, and the great input that you are giving to the kingdom of God. There are so many things that the Holy Spirit does. But I want us to look at a few things about the ministry of the Holy Spirit. By starting with Matthew chapter 17, verse 1 to 8. Matthew 17, 1 to 8. Uh, today, I would like us to read a lot of scripture. So if I can have one or two people to assist me, um, I, will, I will really appreciate it. So, okay, all right, now, now we'll do. Okay, so you can project for us to read together. Matthew 7, 1 to 8, NIV. Matthew 17, Matthew 17, 1 to 8. After six days, Jesus took with him Peter, James and John, the brother of James, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. There he, transfig uh, he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. Just then there appeared before them Moses and Elijah, talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, a bright cloud covered them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my son. This is my son. Whom I love, with him I am well pleased. Listen to him. And it comes with an exclamation mark. Listen to him. Listen to him. The New Testament is all about Jesus. So in the New Testament, we don't listen to Moses. We don't listen to Elijah. Elijah appeared, Moses appeared, and they saw Jesus too. So they saw three people, Elijah, Moses, and Jesus. And they wanted to build three shelters for Mo Moses, Elijah, and Jesus Christ. But God told them, no. This is my son, in whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. So whenever you are reading the New Testament and you see Moses and Elijah or the law and the prophets, the Bible is talking about the Old Testament. What uh, the law came to do through Moses and the prophets that spoke pointing to Jesus Christ. So the prophets and the law talk about G um, um, sorry, the Old Testament. So this one, 
when you see Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration with Moses and Elijah, it's like they are closing the chapter on the, new uh, on the Old Testament, opening a new chapter. Another version in the book of Luke says that they were talking to him about his death. How he was going to um, fulfill the Old Testament. So they saw um, uh, Moses and they saw Elijah. And then Jesus was there. They were so enthused. They were so happy. And God told them, if you have somebody to listen to, it's not Moses. Don't build a shelter for him. Don't build a shelter for Elijah. Rather listen to Jesus. So when you read the account in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1 to 2. Let's read quickly Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1 to 2. In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these days, in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son. He has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom also he made the universe. So God spoke to the people of old through the prophets. But in the New Testament, he says, he has spoken to us through Jesus. So if you want to know about marriage, you can consult the Old Testament and see how people failed in marriages. How people disappointed God. As Jesus rightly put it, you were allowed to divorce because of the hardness of your heart. But from the beginning, it wasn't so. If you want to know about business, how did the Old, Testa um, the Old Testament handle it? Then you just oppose it to the New Testament. How did Jesus speak about it? And how did the apostles expand it? How did they throw more light on it? How did they apply it to the church? And how was those things applied and solved problems in the church? We look up to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. That is the purpose and the reason why the Holy Spirit came. Not to speak of himself, but really reveal who Jesus is to us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So as we follow Jesus in the New Testament... All the ceremonial laws were fulfilled in Christ. When Elijah and Moses appeared, see, the ceremonial laws came through Moses. When you sin and you don't have money and you need to be cleansed, you go with a dove to the temple. The rich people were going with bulls and goats and, uh, and sheep. Every year, the high priest will enter the Holy of Holies to make atonement and plead on behalf of the whole nation. All these things came, but Christ came in the New Testament to fulfill the law. And Moses had to come and discuss with him and talk to him and see how things are going to be done to close the old chapter and open the new one. That you and I will be saved through the sacrifice that Christ made on the cross. That is the work of the Holy Spirit. One of the ministry 
of the Holy Spirit is to help us know Jesus. To know him better. To understand the words of Jesus Christ. To know how to follow Jesus. To have better understanding of his word. So we can become like him. That is the work of the Holy Spirit. So if you are a Christian and you want to live according to the principles of Jesus Christ, the doctrines of the New Testament, you need the help of the Holy Spirit. You can't do it by yourself. Muslims even read the Bible. When I was in JSS, I had a friend lawyer who had read the Bible three times, but he wasn't converted. It takes the Holy Spirit to unfold the mysteries behind the letter to you. It takes the Holy Spirit to give you illumination, to throw light on the word of God so you can understand what you read. It takes the Holy Spirit, the Bible says, for it is God who works in you both to will and to do. And the Bible says, when you believe in Christ, the Holy Spirit comes to abide in you. That's why Paul said, we have become the temple of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit now works in you to will, to have the will and to obey the will and to do. He will not only generate the willpower and leave you, but he will also give you the strength to do it. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. If you want to become like Christ, if you want to obey his word, then you have to yield to the Spirit of God. So, you can know Christ and know him well. You can't say you know Christ, but not follow his steps, but not obey his word. So we need to yield to the Holy Spirit to help us know Christ, know his word, follow his words, and become like him. So let's read John chapter 14, verse 23 to 26, and John 16, 14 to 15. John chapter 14, verse 23 to 26. Jesus replied, Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. All this I have spoken while still, while, while still with you. Verse 26. But the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. Look, the, the Holy Spirit is coming from the Father. The Father will send but the Holy Spirit is coming in the name of Christ. It means he comes on behalf of Christ and will help us to know him. So the Father is sending the Spirit 
in Christ's name. In the name of Christ. And what is he coming to do? He will teach you all things. And will remind you of everything I have said to you. Now let's quickly move to chapter 16 verse 14. If you love me, keep my commandment. And I will ask the Father. And he will give you another advocate to help you and will be with you forever. Verse 17. The spirit of truth, the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. So here Jesus is telling his people, the disciples who were there with him at that time, the immediate recipient of the word. Now the Holy Spirit will come. And when he comes, number one, he will teach them. He had given them some doctrines, some hard teachings. When Jesus touched on forgiveness, the standard was high to the extent that the disciples told him to increase their faith. Increase our faith. Because your standard is too high. When he taught about marriage, they, they told him, if this is the interpretation of marriage, then it, it is good not to marry. So the doctrines and the teachings that Jesus came to give to them were very high. So he told them, it is good I go. And when I go, the Holy Spirit, the Father will send him. But he is coming in my name. And when he comes, he will teach you. He will teach you. And he will remind you, he will bring to your memory all the things I have said. And the purpose of this is to obey. Because he started by saying that he that loves me will obey my commands. He spoke about obedience and love, obedience and love. And then when he got here, he said when the spirit comes, he will teach you and remind you. And the result of that is to obey. And by obedience, we demonstrate our love. For Christ. That is one of the ministries of the Holy Spirit. To work in us. To teach us. Give us better understanding of the word of God. And help us with the strength to obey the word. It's not easy. Even the disciples who were there at that time, they didn't find it easy at all. The standard is high. Human beings by nature don't yield easily. We don't like corrections. It's not easy to be corrected, to be rebuked. But one of the works of the Holy Spirit is to work in us, point to us our faults and our errors, and help us with the word of God to direct our path. And by so doing, we obey the word of God and we demonstrate our love for him and we become like Christ. We become like Christ. That is the ultimate goal that we become like him. That we love him. That at the end of the day, we shall be like who he is. The Bible says, when he appears, we shall be like him. But for now, 
The Holy Spirit is working on us and in us, correcting us, chastising us, correcting us, chastising us, directing our path, reminding us of the word of God so we can be like him when he appears. So you can't say you are full of the word without the help of the Holy Spirit. But as you can say, you are full of the Holy Spirit without obedience to the word of God. No. Our obedience to the word of God comes to pass with the help of the Holy Spirit. Now, when Jesus gave the disciples the command to go and spread the gospel, he told them, wait until the Holy Spirit comes upon you. For them to fulfill that obedience to the word of God, they needed the help of the Holy Spirit. And look, the whole book of Acts is about how the Holy Spirit carried them, how the Holy Spirit led the apostles to carry out the Great Commission. By their obedience, by waiting in the upper room for 10 days and praying and waiting and praying, truly the Holy Spirit came. And when the Holy Spirit came, they received power and they were able to obey the command. We need the help of the Holy Spirit. We need the help of the Holy Spirit. Remember in the book of Acts, what uh, Stephen did, he preached the word. For you to preach and preach better, you need the Holy Spirit. For you to interpret scriptures, you need the Holy Spirit. For you to apply the word of God to everyday situation, you need the Holy Spirit. Stephen could preach the whole Old Testament. And the Bible says his countenance changed. And those, the audience looked at him and the, his face became like an angel. Because he was full of the spirit. Look at the qualification. When they were looking for uh, Dickens. Stephen, a man of faith, full of the Holy Spirit. The man was full of the spirit. And he was able to present the word of God. And his face was like an angel. For you to minister... And minister well according to scripture. You need the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit. For you to overcome that challenge. Maybe you are at a point where you are, in fact, you are finding it difficult to obey the word. Because of the situation in which you find yourself. That challenging moment. You know the scripture alright. But it's like I can't obey. I have to, this time I have to fall and rise again. The Holy Spirit is there to help you obey the word. For he produces in you the strength not only to will but also to do. That is the work of the Holy Spirit. We are following Christ. The steps of Jesus we want to be like him but for us to be like him in the New Testament as New Testament believers. We need the Holy Spirit. You can't stop that insult, that quarrel, that quick-temperedness, that, that stealing, that, that sexual immorality. It has become so difficult. You need the power of the Holy Spirit so you can become like Christ. He will lead you into scripture. 
He opened the scriptures to you. Open your eyes. Throw light on it. Sometimes you can even, some people use scripture to defend what they, the wrong they do. They look at the flaws of others in scripture and they apply wrongly. But the Holy Spirit, when you yield to him, can lead you to places. Open your eyes and throw light on scriptures. And you can have self-deliverance through the word of God. Self-deliverance through the word of God. That is the work of the Holy Spirit. Your mother, your father may not be present when you are in school. But the Holy Spirit is there to lead you into all truth, to teach you the truth, to open your eyes, to open your understanding. And when you yield to him, he will help you to overcome the challenges of the day. In fact, sometimes I fear for the youth. It's not easy. Sometimes I try to put myself in your shoes. To feel how you feel. It's not easy. You are exposed to so many things. You can be in your room. But having conversation with people in America without the knowledge of your parents. Chatting with friends that you don't know. Listening to sermons that are weird and half-cooked. You are exposed to social media, a whole lot of things. How do you know the truth? How do you stand for the truth? How do you know what Christ is saying about this matter? Sometimes it becomes so difficult to know the right from wrong. It's not easy. They can polish the lies and make it nice and add sugar and some honey and make it so presentable. If you don't take care, you believe. How do you know the truth? How do you know the words of Jesus? God said to Peter, James, and John, listen to him. This is my son. We listen to Jesus. How do you know the voice of Jesus? If the Holy Spirit is not working in you. How do you follow? If you don't take care, you'll be following Moses instead of Jesus. An eye for an eye. Tooth for tooth. But what did Jesus say? If they slap you on the left, give the right. We follow Christ. Not the law. We follow Christ. Not the prophets. But the agent to help us follow the precepts, the doctrines, and the principles of Jesus is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. What is Jesus saying about your situation? You have listened to friends. You have read books. Sometimes you Google. Easily you have some sermons. You Google the verses. You get certain things that people have spoken. And you begin to read comments. And others. But have you listened to Jesus? What is Jesus saying about that situation? That challenging moment. What is Jesus telling you? Sometimes we are told, listen to your heart. Follow your heart. But the Bible says the heart is desperately wicked. And Jesus even said, guard it with all diligence. For out of it flows the issues of life. For what goes into man does not defy the man, but what comes out. For out of the heart flows murder, 
anger, sexual immorality, covetousness, all these things spring out of the heart. So when you are told, oh, this guy is nice, this lady is nice, oh, follow your heart. Brothers and sisters, the heart is wicked. Follow Jesus. Follow Jesus. Follow Jesus. And for you to be able to follow Jesus, you need the workings of the Holy Spirit. Because Christ said, when he comes, he will not speak of himself, but he will take what is mine and he will give it to you. The Holy Spirit can download from Christ and present it to you. There's nothing that the Holy Spirit doesn't know. He sees all things. He's omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent. He knows every secret. He knows what you are battling with. He knows your challenges. He knows your difficulties. The only thing to do is to yield to him. He will empower you to overcome. And you will become like Christ. So as I bring the message to a close, this morning, I'm admonishing us about the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And one key ministry of the Holy Spirit is to help us know Christ. To reveal Christ to us. To know his mind. To know what he's saying about the situation. To teach us his word. To empower us to obey and to follow his steps. So we can become like Christ. I need the help of the Holy Spirit. And I know you also need his help. So he can work in you to become that sister, that brother, that God destined you to be. So you can attain the full stature and image of Christ. You need the Holy Spirit even in your academic endeavors. You need the Holy Spirit in your marriage. You need the Holy Spirit in every situation. He will work in you. He will help you to know Christ and to follow him. He works in us to be converted at the point of conversion. When you believed, the Bible says, if you believe with your heart and you confess with your mouth, you shall be saved. And that is the work of the Holy Spirit. And as soon as you are saved, he abides in you. He comes to stay in you and helps you through the process of becoming like Christ. So as you are here, the spirit that came upon the disciples is the same spirit in us. The only thing we have to do is to yield to him. To yield to him. To allow him to work. To study the word. Allow him to teach us. To unfold the mysteries of the word to us. And to help us obey. So we can become like Christ. Sabre. Sabre. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. He's is, is nurturing us and working on us. Oh, 
He's working on us through the word of God. He's working on us. And as I, I speak now, I know the Holy Spirit is speaking to your heart. He's, he's knocking at the door of your heart. He's speaking directly to you. That allow me to work in you. Allow me to lead. It's not about your efforts. It's not about trying. It's not about I'm trying, I'm doing my best. You may try today and fall tomorrow. He said, allow me. Allow me to work on you. Allow me to lead you. Allow me to produce that strength in you. So you can follow Christ and become like him. If I don't help you, you listen to other people. You listen to, 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 to fake news, to, to, to awkward, awkward messages. If I don't work in you, you listen to Elijah and Moses instead of listening to Christ. No. I want to work in you, teach you the truth, remind you of the word in every situation. The Bible says in every temptation, you open a window. That window may be the word that will come to mind. That, hey, this is the word. Stop it. This is the word. Don't do it. This is the word. Don't go. This is the word. Come out. This is the word. Say no. This is the word. Step out. I am willing to work in you. I am willing to produce that strength. Allow me to work. Shall we close our eyes? Please pray. And ask God that spirit in me produce in me the strength. In this new covenant, we follow Christ, not any other person. But for me to follow Christ, Lord, I need help. My strength will fail me. My power will fail me. I need you to help me. Today, it's a communion day. As I, as I dine and, 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 and wine with you, Lord, produce in me a new strength. Holy Spirit, be revived in me. Be revived in me and strengthen me so I can become like Christ. So I can follow Christ and his word in the name of Jesus. Please pray. Pray for yourself. 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 I need help. You need help. We all need help. Lord, we come before your throne of grace. We break our hearts, Lord. We rend our hearts, not our garments. And we bow before you for help. Jesus, we have to know you and know you better. Follow your word. Understand your word, obey you, and become like you. For us to do that, we need your spirit. Our strength will fail us. Yes, our strength will fail us. We need your grace. Let the Holy Spirit produce in us that grace, that strength, that strength, that strength. For the grace that brings salvation has appeared unto all men, teaching us to say no to evil. Oh, Spirit divine, Spirit of grace, 
Reveal Christ to us that we shall never be confused how to decipher between Christ, Pete, uh, uh, Moses, and Elijah. Help us to listen. Help us to obey. Give us your grace, Lord. Give us your grace, Lord. Give us your grace, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.